Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. We're live. Yo, what is up, Poke Tower? What's going on, guys? It's episode 84. Thank you so much for joining us and watching us here live on YouTube. If you guys are watching, we appreciate the views and all the uh, appreciation and thanks and support that you guys are giving us. Um, sorry for missing last week's episode. Uh, I'm No Gimmicks, and of course, I'm with Gengar Greasy, as you guys already know. And uh, we are a collectible podcast. But yeah, I was out last week. Uh, I'm back this week, hoping to get back into the swing of things, like I said before in the previous podcast. Uh, when I first came back, that work is asking a lot of me, so uh, it's hard to coordinate with work right now, but I'm going to jump in when I can. I was super excited to drop the uh, the knowledge and info I got today on some of our newer segments, um, so I hope you're really good talking points. Other than that, Greasy, what do we got? All right, guys. Welcome to episode 84 of the Poke Tower podcast. We got Devin back. We got a lot of uh, good stuff to talk about. It's kind of a... We, got, we doubled up this week on the podcast. You guys know I did the Digimon drama yesterday. That will get put on podcast platforms uh, shortly after this episode drops. Um, so you guys get to double dip and you get to hear us talk even more. So uh, I'm a little tired today, <laughs> but uh, I'm brain dead, actually. I'm actually brain dead from all the crap that's been going on, but I'm happy to do it. We had to do it. It's over. Uh, we got a lot of good stuff going on for the show. Make sure you stay tuned to the end because we have some fun announcements. Uh, we do have a live audience tonight, so let's go ahead and say what's up to the chat. We got yo, yo, yo. Nick, Ivan, CT, Eddie, Table of Madness, Josh. What's up, guys? Thank you guys for stopping by, and uh, sorry for the late start. This is actually our first episode back since we started doing the new formatting for the podcast, so I had to figure out where Devin was going to go because obviously last week we couldn't do it, so there's a couple kinks I had to figure out, things like that. Um, his, hopefully his mic sounds better. You guys let me know. Um, How's the audio, guys? Yeah. There you go. Devin is in the chat. How's the audio? Is it better than last week? Um, we're going to continue to work on it. I think Devin got an audio interface, so things should get better and better over time. Okay, so we're dialing it back in. Um, that's it. If you're new here, we're Collectibles Trading Card Podcast. If you haven't given us a review on Apple or Spotify yet, please do so. Share us on your Instagram or your Facebook. Please tag me, okay? I want to see that stuff. Share this video. Share this video from YouTube. Yeah, share the live stream. Share the live stream to somebody. Somebody you know that collects. ATM, what's up? Chase, what is up? All right. Yo. Let's have a good episode tonight. Let me get a soda. Let me get a pop. I am I'm beat, guys. I literally cannot think straight. So if I screw up today, I I am sorry. All right, let's get it. Here we go. Crack a cold one. Here we go. Mm. Tony, what's up, man? All right. Mm-hmm. You guys ready? Let's do this. Episode 84 on the way. Here we go. Let's start with this first bit today. Remember, last week we were introducing you guys to... We're going to cover every set of Pokemon since the inception, okay? Uh, Last week we started with base set. Today we are moving on to jungle. And this is going to be a journey where we're going to talk about the, the top cards from these sets... We're going to talk about uh, their populations, and hopefully we can see trends and also learn more about Pokemon, right? There are sets that are forgotten about. You know, a lot of that Heart Gold, Soul Silver, uh, Heart Gold, Soul Silver era, right? It's all, um, 
it's all you know a a, dis, a distant memory for most of us, right? Um, there's a lot of the EX Ruby Sapphire type stuff um, that a lot of people don't know about. So we're gonna just get through every set. It's probably gonna take at least half a year, I assume, if we did one a week, right? Um, there you guys go. All right, Artie, what's up? Thank you. <clears throat> so let's do it, guys. This week we're gonna cover jungle and that's it we're just gonna check it out here we go first part jungle let's get our pokemon going who's that pokemon we've got a little sample for pokemon you know we, we haven't been doing samples for pokemon and it's actually kind of sad uh, so <laughs> there you go magic carp what's up all right for pokemon today we're covering jungle and we're gonna for these for this specific uh, segment, when we do this, if if you see first edition or unlimited, I will make sure that I clarify which one's which so we don't get um, confused. Okay, so going into jungle, this is the second set of Pokemon. We're going to look at the top hollow cards from that set. Now, keep in mind, these are first edition prices. I couldn't see the unlimited prices unless I went through every single card we weren't going to do that, okay? There's like, there's more hollows than there was last week for base set. All right. So taking a look at Pokemon Jungle, the number one card, which I didn't even know this. I didn't know that Flareon was the top pool in Jungle. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Check this out. The Jolteon is right behind him in second place. Interesting. I, I thought Snorlax was the guy, but I was wrong. Um... So you got Flareon, Jolteon, Snorlax, Vaporeon. Didn't think Vaporeon was that high. Pidgeot, a lot of us forget about him. Scyther, Vileplume, Kangaskhan, Victory Bell, Clefable, Pinsir, Wigglytuff, Nidoqueen, Electrode, Mr. Mime, and Venomoth in that order. Nidoqueen is low. Yeah. These are first edition prices, by the way, on TCG Player. So yeah. The numbers can get a little different if you go on eBay, and the numbers obviously drastically drop if you go down to Unlimited. But that's okay. I got you guys because we're going to be talking about the PSA populations for Unlimited today. I was I was stunned by this, actually. I didn't know that the pops were this low. So, Flareon, the number one card, has a PSA 10 pop of 79, PSA 9, 742, PSA 8, 663. These are for unlimited, okay? This is unlimited jungle. Remember, there is, there's first edition jungle, there's jungle unlimited, and then there's jungle with no symbol error. So they have like multiple different classes that could play a, a part in the labels if there are, if someone screws up, but this is the best we got, okay? John, what's up? Number two, you got Jolteon. 68 tens, 566 PSA 9s, and 637 PSA 8s. So you can see here, there's actually a little less PSA 9 Jolteons than there are Flareons. That's something that I like to look at. So I'm like, oh, really? I don't even need to get a 10, and I have something that's a little more scarce than, you know, Flareon. Kind of like what we saw last week with Blastoise, right? Blastoise is drastically lower than the Zard. Everyone's drastically lower than the Charizard, but... Looking at the entire set, I was like, wow, there's there's a couple here that stick out. All right. 
Uh, number three, Snorlax, only 28 tens, which is very similar to what we saw with Chansey last week, right? Because of that silver hollow background, you can see every blemish, and I guess that makes it very hard for them to grade. 28 tens, 387 nines, and 585 eights. Lower. It's crazy that that's the number three card, and it has lower pops pretty much than everyone on this, this, this first batch here. Vaporeon. PSA 10, 29, PSA 9, 455, and there are 953 eights. That is the highest PSA 8 pop out of the bunch so far. So maybe, maybe, maybe people were trying really hard to get that 10 on the Vaporeon, but it's not working out too well. What do you think on a jungle, on a jungle pack that you buy sealed and you have, you have the intentions of ripping it open? Like you're probably getting a 9, 8. I got nines on mine. Um, okay. That, yeah, that's what I was asking. Cause you've opened up packs before. Yeah, I have a Vaporeon, got a nine, and actually I still have a Wigglytuff Hollow that's waiting to be graded. Um, <laughs> I think I have one more. I can't remember. Um, yeah, but it was a nine. That was uh, right. that was crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know what? Some of the maybe the pack I gave you might have been a heavy pack. I don't know. I don't think I was weighing packs back then. I still have it. I don't think I was weighing packs back then, so I feel like I feel like I gave away a few heavy packs and I didn't even know better back then. I don't know. Dope. I got a Wigglytuff and a Vaporeon, but uh, anyways, uh, Pidgeot, PSA 10, 40, uh, 362 nines, and 433.8s. That number is actually really similar to the Snorlax, and again... For something, you know, there's something about these colorless energy cards, these colorless Pokemon, like the normals, they just don't grade well. It's just historic. You just see it every time. Yeah. All right, going on to the next batch here. These are cards we probably see more, you know. Um, Scyther, I would have thought, would have been higher. Uh, 72 tens, 528 nines. You see, and that's kind of... 528 nines, that's like... That tells me a lot of people were trying to get a 10 in this, you know, <laughs> and it's just, you can't get it. Uh, PSA 8, 504. Uh, Vileplume, 29 10s. That's extremely low. Um, I mean, I guess not, though, because there's a couple here that are under 30. Uh, PSA 9, 369, and 412 8s. Kangaskhan, he's got 18 10s, nines. 768 eights again it's that weird foiling that they got uh and maybe you know these pops are way lower than base set and it's so funny too because sometimes people ask you know like hey is it too late to get into vintage pokemon and it's like well if you're focusing on base set maybe but when you look at these pops these aren't that bad there are modern pokemon pops that are higher than this this is amazing like this is really good and yeah i you got a shot. You know what I mean? Like this is almost, this is almost one of those things where I'd be like, if I wanted to gamble, I would just go buy some heavy packs of jungle and let it rip. The pops are low enough to play in your favor. Rewarding too. You know what I mean? It'd be way more rewarding. Yeah. So victory bell, victory bell is pretty low. I totally forgot about him in the set. (laughs) 29 tens, 318 nines and 379 eights. And then Clefable. 29 tens. I haven't seen that in a while. 
362 nines, 493 eights. Yeah, and that's that's the kind of thing that people forget. Like, I forget about a lot of these cards. And as we move on to each set, there's going to be those cards where, like, oh, my gosh. I totally forgot about that. And that's really what, that's really my intent, you know, behind showing all these sets. Tight. All right. Moving on to the last batch of hollows. You have Pincer, 32 tens, 363 nines, 473 eights. Mm-hmm. Wiggly Tough, that's the one I have. Uh, 27 tens, so I don't think I'm going to get a 10 if I grade mine, but I, I think there's a nick on the back. I'm not sure. Uh, 279s. And 406 eights. Neato Queen, I think a lot of people forget about that one. 48 tens. 422 nines. And 498s. Now, Electrode, that's one I see a lot. I swear I see this card the most. Everyone's got a hollow Electrode. I don't know why. Maybe it's just, you know, one of those things. There's 60 of them because there's no hollow on it. Right, there's less surface area for it because he's got this giant ball on there. Yeah. Less room for mistakes. Holy crap. I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead. Go ahead. Um, you got Mr. Mime, which I, yeah, Mr. Mime. back in the day, I remember he was one of the cooler ones to have. Uh, 103 PSA 10. Huh? He was like a rare one. Yeah. At least that's what we thought. Uh, yeah. 582 nines. And he's at the bottom of the barrel here. He's like the second least sought after card in this set uh, for hollows. And then you got 405 eights. This guy is the one. Yeah. Yeah, I would have been thrilled to pull that back in the day. Maybe it's because he's the only psychic. Maybe. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Venomoth, 31 tens, 369s, and 453 eights. Venomoth, I think, when I think of jungle, I'm not thinking of Venomoth. I'm thinking of of Pinsir. I'm thinking of Nido Queen, uh, Mr. Mime. I'm thinking of Kangaskhan, Scyther, and I'm thinking of Snorlax. I, I I usually forget about Flareon and Jolteon. I just like doesn't even cross my mind that you can pull them. Um, but what what do you take from this? You know, people are grading this stuff every day, but we going off what we saw last week. You know, base set is extremely successful and desirable. And those populations were out of control. And then you look at these ones, and they're a little bit lower. And it's like, like I said, I, if I was going to gamble on something, it would be jungle. Because, you know, those packs, you might pay 200 to 500 bucks for a heavy pack. And that's not terrible. Because, you know, when, when Logan Paul had his run, packs were even higher than that, you know? Um, the other day, I was going to buy a pack of one heavy pack a shadowless base set, right? And it was going to be like 700 bucks. There was a time when those were like $2,000. And you know, it was only for a couple months, but what I'm saying is is right now, you know, isn't isn't a terrible time to uh try and steal and get some deals on heavy packs. You know, you could save them or you could just rip open and I, I think numbers in your favor here when you look at when you look at this entire set. Nat, is it for Pokemon this week. Any questions on that stuff? You got anything? No. I Nothing? Think I like it. I like a, I like, because like you said, I don't even remember some of these cards. Like, I mean, <laughs> not that I don't remember. I just haven't seen them in so long. You're like, wow, that came from that set? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys. Moving on 
to Digimon this week. Here we go. Digimon. If you're new to the show, our Digi-Destined segment is about everything Digimon. Modern, vintage, weird stuff, right? And uh, this week, we're going to talk about what's next for Digimon. Uh, We've been talking about Next Adventure. Um, We have New Awakening on the way next week. Uh, But what else is down the pipeline for Digimon, right? The reason why I want to talk about this today is because I'm I'm brain dead. Like, I can't do <laughs> I can't do any more pack odds. I can't do any more percentages. I'm done. I'm fried, okay? So we're going to we're going to take take a step back today and we're going to take a look at what is new for Digimon, the modern game, all right? Some light content, some light work. Here we go. We're going to be pulling from Ludkin's Media. This is one of my favorite sources for uh Digimon, especially the modern stuff right now. The bright page. You got a blank page? No, it's a bright page. Oh, okay. Uh, so, next adventure released. What's next? This was on the 16th of May. This was just yesterday, all right? They got a bunch of stuff, by the way, guys. With the release of New Adventure Booster taking over the weekend in Europe, Oceania, Latin America, many fans are getting to their boosters with hopes of pulling the rarest cards in the set, such as Creepymon, Imperial Dramon, Paladin Mode. Uh, after North America gets their release of the set on May 27th, which is in about 10 days, Fans of the English version of Digimon card game may be curious to see what's coming next. You guys know we don't take a look in the future often, but I thought this was cool. Uh, this is like a very broad lookout. So, Tamer's Evolution Box is supposed to be dropping May 25th. Uh, second Tamer's Evolution Box will hit stores May 25th for the U.S., while those in U.K. should expect the product on May 27th. The first Tamer Evolution Box went down extremely well when the Digimon card game first began. Yeah, I don't even have that box. I wish I, did. I, wish I got it. Uh, which is only increased in value as the product becomes harder to source. This set will include a two-player memory gauge, a deck box, 50 card sleeves, five, five Digi-Eggs sleeves, an official Digimon card game playmat, storage box, eight full art reprinted cards. Oh, reprints. Okay. What are the reprints? Ooh, okay. Wait a minute. Those are reprints? Those are tight. Oh, yeah. Win rate 60 is a reprint for sure. That's just, well, it's a different, it's like an alternate, right? And that's what they said these are. Those are sick. Full art reprinted cards. We don't have that win rate 60. Agumon, Vmon. Yeah, these are clean. Those are clean. Those are nice. The worm one is dope. Yeah, he's got Imperial Dramon Dragon in the back. Yeah. Agumon's sick. Those are pretty Gilmon, sweet. He's tight. Um, I definitely missed the boat on the first Tamer box, and I still look at it from here. You know, time and time again, I'll look at I'll look at um the Tamer boxes, but they're like three hundred bucks, and I'm like, ugh. But I love those alternate wow. arts of the option cards, so that's tough. All right, let's see. Next, you got the Digimon card game uh, Tamer set in June. They don't have a specific date. The Tamer Set EX, costing around $20, will come with an official card case sporting an exclusive design for the product. It will also come with 60 deck sleeves and memory gauge, also featuring an exclusive design. The pre-order for this item closed in January. Oh, wow. Although online and local star- stores will likely hold stock when it releases. Okay, so you got a chance still. What generation of Digimon is that? 
That is uh, the third gen. So That's after, yeah, after Vmon and all those guys, third gen. Mm-hmm. All right. Who does Gallant? Who does Gallantmon face? Who's his big? Who's his big? Uh, uh, Gallantmon. I, I remember the rabbit too. Yeah. Um, I'd have to watch season th- the third the third season again. I I don't know. Um, I know that Wargrowmon fought like Mihiramon and all that stuff. Myramon, like the Chimera-looking dude. He's like a tiger-looking thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, like, what's the movie with them in it, you know? Remember? And Gilmon's like running through the city. Oh, my gosh. And he's like, he's like turning like, like they think he's turning bad, but he's really just like, has like a, like a hunch that something bad's going to happen. No, I, I know what you're talking about. I don't. I know exactly that scene. And then the bunny comes out of nowhere. He's already like mega. He's already like uh, mega well, digivolved and everything. Well, Terriermon is in the the Digimon movie, the one that that we all saw. Um, he has a twin brother, and that one gets corrupted, and he has to fight it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I Anyways, think they're yeah, in there sorry, too. Side tangent. We might. I gotta is watch the, it again. Same movie. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I gotta go look up the movie. So I've been tra- I've been wanting to watch that Digimon, and then I'm gonna get all the Digimon from that movie, my favorite ones, because like that's my nostalgia. Well, it's like a, it's like a two part movie. So you have the first half with Omnimon fighting Diaboro, and then right, there's right, the right. there's the aftermath where the two brothers fight. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Alpha, what's up? All right. So now, this is the next product oh, we're talking now about. We got the Digimon card game playmat and card set. Digimon Tamers in June. Good. This looks like some cool stuff. That's a nice playmat. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, you got the Mega Gargamon, Gallantmon, and uh, oh my gosh, forget what are these cards. Oh my gosh, why am I forgetting the name? I'm drawing a blank. Who the the girl? Sakuyamon. Thank you. Jeez. Oh, the Leomon. Look at that Leomon. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. That's actually they're doing him a favor there. Yeah. That Impmon is nice too. Impmon is sick. These are really cool. We'll go up to Gallantmon's. I can't really get them cut off a little bit. Like scroll up. There you go. Mm, I can't really see that. Yeah, it's hard to tell, but no, those are those are sweet. Yeah, those are nice. So those are like a two-part card. You see the... Oh, they're all two-part cards, actually, except for the Impmon and the Leomon. But it looks like Terriermon connects to Mega Gargamon. And it looks like Gilmon connects to Gallantmon. And then it even looks like the Renamon connects to Sukuyamon. Yeah. It looks pretty darn close to where they like they fit together. Mm-hmm. Leomon, the, the MVP, just getting murked in every series of Digimon. <laughs> He's just getting tagged. <laughs> oh, man. I got a... Hey, so hold on. I, no. So I got a surprise for you guys here in a few days. And he always has that false hope too. He's like, "I'm, I'm gonna save this," and then just once, ah, yeah, he just, just gets one shotted. Yeah, um, run, go. <laughs> he's a sacrificial lamb, is what he is. But no, <laughs> talk about Leomon. I got something for you guys in a few days. Just wait. Much like our Leomon in the Discord. Yes, Chris, the sacrificial lamb. Yep, Chris just he he knows what he has to do. He knows his role. You got <laughs> you got Digital Hazard coming out oh, the the yeah. end of uh, June. Digital Hazard is sick. Um, this set will include the Tamers and Companions of Digimon Tamers uh, anime series. 
this set, much like Classic Collection. So this is like Classic Collection number two. Will be more limited than the standard booster, but will be jam-packed with brand new archetypes and incredible artwork. Digital Hazard will include 30 alts, with many of them taking scenes straight out of the anime. That's amazing. That's good news. Then you got Booster X coming out at the end of July. These look sweet. Whoa, those look sweet. The third main set of 2022 X record will focus on the incredibly powerful powerful X antibody Digimon Hmm. that have appeared in several movies and manga, including Digital Monster X Evolution, Digimon Chronicle, Digimon Chronicle X, and so on. Excuse me. This theme offered up a lot of freedom when designing X antibody forms, which has resulted in a seriously impressive looking set. So yeah, look, they just got creative with this. That looks <laughs> nuts. Yeah, that's nuts. Uh, this is something I'm pretty excited for too. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that G's store will have it. Uh, Digimon card game playmat and card set to the floral fun. So this is a playmat uh, that will come with eight parallel cards in each binder. Each card has some super soft traditional Japanese artwork, marking a first for this kind of art style. Similar to the original promo binder that was given away as part of the sweepstakes for competition when the TCG first launched, this set will include the eight original Tamer companions, Tentamon, Patamon, Gomamon, Biomon, Palmon, Agumon, Gotamon, Gabumon. There you go. Look at those cards. They look kind of sweet. Super colorful. Yeah, now I'm kind of into it. It kind of reminds me of the Scream cards a little bit. Yeah, it's a different look. I mean, it's not one of those... totally different that they... I don't know if they do that again, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you never know until about 18 months later, and you're like, oh, damn, I wish I would have bought that. <clears throat> you like got... Uh, cool. We're still in September here. You got the Digimon card game Tamer Set 4. The Tamer Set 4 will include a playmat, 60 card sleeves, and it's a nice tribute to the original Agumon promo. That's right. So the first one was Agumon holding the cards. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Now they're all evolved, and you can see that's Tyrannomon there, but that's cool. Why didn't they put Greymon there? Yeah, what? That doesn't make sense. That is weird. What the heck? Okay. Well, I mean, Agumon can go Tyrannomon, right? I think so. Oh, he's even holding an Agumon right there in his hand. Yeah. I don't know. That's just, why didn't you use Greymon? Yeah. I mean, Tyrannomon's kind of a mascot in his own, though. A lot of people remember him. Starter Deck 12 in October, uh, mid-October. Got two Starter Decks. And you got the Cross Encounter. I believe that's what CT says you call it. Cross Encounter, not not Zeros or whatever. Cross Encounter. This is, uh, what is this? This is the 10th booster set. Holy crap. Not impressed with that. Several Digimon will make their debut for the first time. Okay, so that's kind of cool. What in the world is this? EX03? So this is like classic number three. You got Draconic Roar. That's kind of, that's actually cool marketing. Draconic Roar will be the third EX set themed around dragon and dinosaurs. Oh, that's sick. It is fitting the Chaosdramon uh, Bifronts, this booster, Bifronts. 
as he's introduced into the franchise with the Pendulum Virtual Pet series with the similarly named Dragon's Roar. The Pendulum lets tamers raise their uh, Gigimon and introduce DNA evolutions. That's sick. Oh my gosh, we're in December now. How much stuff is there left? Oh my gosh. Okay, now you got <laughs> you got Digimon Card Game Tamers Set Volume Five, and that's going to be a play set. Um, let's see, and more sleeves. Okay, that was more than I thought, uh, but this looks tight. I'm actually excited for this Draconic Roar. I mean, I'm excited for all the EX sets. So Draconic Roar and Digital Hazard. EX2 and EX3. Very excited for that. I just... Classic was such a good feeling for me to open that I'm excited for any EX set now. Alright. I think that is it for Digimon this week. You got anything? Nope. That was tight. Alright. Moving on to Heart of the Cards. Here we go. What are we covering this week? Yo, heart of the cards, guys. So this is a segment where we talk everything uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, this week we're going to be going over a nice recap of Ghost from the Past, the second haunting. Um, it's been out for what, like two weeks now, or maybe a week. Um, so all the prices on TCG Player have basically leveled out just a little bit. So all those pre-sale prices that were there before are no longer there. Um, some like the Dark Magician Girl was seeing like. 380 like 400 bucks for pre-sale i think now so let's get into the slides all right <clears throat> here we go let's talk about let's talk about the three highest selling ghost rares along with the three lowest selling ghost rares for ghosts from the past if you are ripping ghosts from the past uh for all my collectors out there that like Yu-Gi-Oh. so the first one up is dark magician girl she's seeing 390 um i think her pre-sale again like i said was like four it was like 400 bucks so again she's sitting probably somewhere right around the same price but this is another one that was sitting pretty close to that blue eyes white dragon i think was sitting up there like the three 360 or something like that and it's only 240 now so again um these prices will probably go down um just a little bit but i wouldn't wait too long as dark magician girl is a very uh fan favorite popular card um and the blue eyes white dragon is also a very fan favorite popular card and uh iconic sought after so my suggestion here if you're trying to get the dark magician and blue eyes which are the two chase cards out of the set um, would be wait maybe a week two more weeks allow some more uh, packs to be opened some more cards to be pulled um, and then let those prices level themselves out and then I would make a move I believe anything after that though you're either gonna you're either gonna catch the few and far in between like really cheap ones really good priced ones maybe a little bit higher price than you would like but then after that, I see these cards kind of skyrocketing, especially Dark, Magi Dark Magician Girl and Blue Eyes White Dragon, as their cards have never stayed cheap, ever. And when this set goes out of print and it's not in the stores anymore and you can't buy it, that's when you're going to see these prices go up. So that's probably the time frame that you have from now until this gets out of, you start seeing less and less of this in the stores. You, see, you don't see it on the shelves, on a, on a what, what are those called? Blister pack? Yeah. Bracks. If you don't see blister packs, you're not seeing the display things. I don't think you're going to see blister packs, but you're not seeing the display cases um, at Target or at your local card store anymore, or they're running low. You don't see them restocking them. That's when I'd be like, okay, I need to pull the trigger. And Sometime between right now and then. 
Uh, but the next one up, this is my favorite um, out of all of them, the Red Eyes Black Dragon. He's going for 140 So, again, you can hop on that price right now. Um, he might go down, you know, 40 50 bucks uh, after a week or two, after more people have pulled through product um, and more stuff gets listed on eBay, Mercari, TCG Player, whatever. But, again, uh, if you guys are watching the video, you guys will see the three lowest um, selling ghost rares for ghosts from the past. But if you're not... I recommend you go watch the video on YouTube or on your Spotify uh, while you're not driving and check out the three lowest ones so that way you know if you got skunked or not. What do you think about... Have you seen what's been going on with the blue eyes, though? No, I haven't. What's going on with the blue eyes? So the blue eyes ghost rares are having issues with hollow shifts where the hollows aren't all over the card. that They're kind of like shifted down maybe just an eighth of an inch or so. And then... They have these black dots all over them. Um, like you can see on his knee. Look at his leg. You see that black circle on his leg? They're yeah. seeing those on his neck and on his claws and on his head. It's called the virus. They're, they're calling it the virus blue eyes white dragon. But there is speculation that all of these cards look like that. And the first initial people to grade these are going to get shafted by PSA because... PSA cannot create a grading curve until it's a known error. So the first couple sacrificial lamp, like ATM, ATM got, uh, got a blue eyes, white dragon. And I was like, Hey, you might want to wait to grade that because the, the first couple people to get it graded before PSA realizes, realizes this is a reoccurring error. We, we need to grade it on a curve. They're going to shaft those first couple people. You know what I mean? Um, unless they know. You know, I don't know, like, if Konami gets in touch with them or how that works. But um, usually, you know, <laughs> they'll grade you on a scale if it's known that every card of this, you know, of this set from right. for Blue Eyes is going to be destroyed. They give you they give you a better shot if it's a known printing error. But uh, yeah, I haven't heard much about that. But in terms of like Yu Gi Oh's history with Ghost Rares, that's why I say like, hey, you have a you have a very small window to pick up these cards. Before one, they skyrocket, or two, they become PSA sixes and sevens. Only because from factory, that's only what people are going to sell. Ghost rare is a hard, like rarity to make in general, and that's why you know Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't come out with ghost rares in every set because it's comes out with imperfections a lot. It's a hard process. I can only imagine, right? That's why you find so many ghost rares with imperfections, and that's why I say it's best to hit it kind of out the gate after the first week or two in terms of my own ghost ghost rare hunting and like expensive cards um that Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't put out so like another good example of like a card that's like this would be um uh starlight rares and um the feral rares from king's court those both have like that that extra gloss or like hollow that goes on top of it um, just like these ghost rares that Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't put in every single set. Um, and they're littered, littered with factory, like, misprints, uh, scratches, straight-out pack. Like, we had somebody in, in the live chat right now say they had a, a Red Dragon Archfiend pulled out of the pack with scuffs. So that's what I'm saying. Like, don't wait even till after because these cards are going to turn automatically to sixes and sevens just from taking them out pack putting them inside sleeve they're going to hold them inside somewhere for however long um i've never had any good luck looking for ghost rares after like 
after it's already taken off. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to wait on this. Every ghostwriter after that, I'm, I'm seeing they have the factory errors on them. Like, everyone's already picked up the good ones. And now I'm like, okay, well, I have to pick this up for my personal. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? No, I, I get it. Um, am, I, am, I, am, I, am I explaining it right? Like, I'm trying to explain well, this that, is like, No, I understand because this is what's going to happen. Quality ghost rare cards, but don't overpay for it because there's also a very small window where it's it's overpopulated in the market. Yeah, th- Makes- I, I this happens this happens with other cards too. So like, what Devin's trying to say is, the first couple weeks after release is when everyone basically is going to take their lotto ticket and sell it to you. Um, right. That gives you the best chance to get the best condition cards because remember, there's there's people out there that don't value this stuff like we do they're like i just know it's expensive so i'm gonna sell it um so you may end up with a gem just because someone wanted to sell it real quick the other part of it is is the longer you wait usually those blue eyes that are left on the market are the ones that people like us are like well i'm not grading this so i'm gonna let it go because it's i know it's not gonna get anything so it's very but you could you could get got right off the bat or you could get got six months down the road trying to buy it it's just it's using your brain to find the best candidates, you know, you think you found on the, on the internet that you want to buy, but also understand that, hey, you know, my best chances to get a gem sometimes are only at release because after that, like, you know, a lot of people have gotten, a lot of people have gotten hip. Annoying, you know what I mean? Like, kind of like that. A lot of people have gotten hip to grading. They see a, they see a print line, you know, the average dude knows what a print line is now. He's be like, oh, this won't get a 10. I don't want it. <laughs> and you might not see that in the pictures and then you're like oh what the heck you know so stuff like that people know people know what to look for if they know they have a true gem it's not often that you're going to find one for sale <laughs> and the longer that these things sit and people ask for pictures on ebay on offer wherever these people have listed these ghost rares because that's what they're going to do they're going to list them everywhere if, if you see it on ebay it's listed on, on three other sites too it's not just on ebay you know this guy's probably taken it out and pulled it out of this this top loader and this this card saver probably a bunch of times before he was like here now i'm going to sell it to you he's shown this dude this guy asked for multiple pictures someone asked so hey is that damaged on the corner he pulls it out again takes another picture like that's what I'm saying. You got to get the ones pretty quick. You can almost if see that. Stuff. You can almost see that hollow shift on that red eyes. See that little black border at the top of him? Right. Yeah. 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 That's that ghost foil getting pushed down. <laughs> and people have been seeing that a lot. It's crazy. Yeah. That's wild. I didn't know about that. I do know that ghost, ghost rares and all of Yu-Gi-Oh's special rares are just layered with factory, factory, factory misprints or like errors. Factory blemishes. Yeah, blemishes because they're like they're made on their own sheets. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, anyways, and they all and they, all of them have to get thrown on top of like this extra gloss layer or whatever type of rarity it is. They get this extra. Yeah, they have more rollers going over them. Yeah. Hmm. And that's why that's why the starlights and everything are so rare too, because the the pull rate on them is is crazy high. I mean, crazy low. And then, you know, the factory out, off the bat is like it's terrible. Yeah. So getting a ten, that's like jam. Hmm. All right. All right. Cool. Well, that does it for uh, Heart of the Cards. I hope that made sense, guys. If you guys are serious about the stuff, just get the stuff. I say wait a week and then send out your best offers on the ones you want. Make sure you're doing your due diligence and you're checking for those. Like Danny said, the the uh, ghost rare, hollow, um, mislining, and the misprints and the dots and the black stuff. I guess that's almost like the the Mewtwo. Remember that used to have like black scuffs. It was like a common thing. 
the, like the snowflakes on the, on the back, the yeah. white, yeah, the white dots everywhere, yeah. But yep. PSA, as long as it's not too much, they rec- they recognize that as a printing error. So you'll see a lot of tens with that snowflakes on the back. All right, well that's it. Let's get into uh, Kaiba Core. Kaiba Core, here we go. I'm excited for this one. I'm excited. Moving on, we got a sample for the Kaiba Core. Hopefully, you guys oh, yeah. like it. All right, yeah, yeah. I already I already played it. You're good. Ah, oh, sick. Okay. All right, guys. So here we go. This is the Kaiba Core. Uh, this is where we talk about all expensive trophy, almost one of a kind, very low population. These are going to be like our banger out of this world. It would fit inside Kaiba's suitcase type cards. So what better card to talk about than Blue Eyes White Dragon? This is a card that everyone talks about. This is a card that I've been wanting to talk about. This is something I've been wanting to bring up just in discussion for all of the podcasts, all of the Discord to converse, bring in their own knowledge. This is like now that I feel like we've all expanded our knowledge in terms of collecting this and that, we can have a good melting pot of knowledge to talk about this one topic. And it's this has been in the making for a long time. So I hope um, – a lot of this makes sense, and I hope you guys have some good input because I would like to know what you guys have to say in the Discord or the comments below in this video on YouTube. So here we go. This Kyber Core, we're going to be talking about the three most iconic blue eyes there is. So everybody knows Legend of Blue Eyes, EN001, Blue Eyes White Dragon. So that is the ultra-rare, broken-neck blue eyes. Everybody knows it. Um, then there's... but. Little people know that there is also a Legend of Blue Eyes E001, and there's also, this is the one that very, very little people know about, is the Legend of Blue Eyes A001. Now, hmm. if you guys are watching the video format, you'll see that there's two tens on the screen, and there's one nine. Now, if you guys are watching the live video, which one do you think is worth the most? I'm going to go with the Australia one. <laughs> no doubt, right? Because you can't find a 10. There is no 10 out there of this card. What? No 10 at all. So let's let's look over the numbers here. And you guys, this we're just going to put the numbers out there. And I want you guys to debate. I want you guys to have a melting pot of what card you think is more valuable based on these numbers. So here we go. North American English version, which would be the EN001, the one that we all know. That's just um, LOB001, right? LOB, no, LOB001 is the Asian English version, which is different too, but definitely not as sought after as the EN. Wait, this one right here, this one right here, does this first one on the left doesn't, it has an EN on it? It should, it should have an EN on it. What? Yeah, so LOB EN001, that's the American English version, so North American English. That ranges from five to a thousand dollars raw, five hundred to a thousand dollars raw, right? Doesn't mean that's in great the greatest condition, but that's what it's going for on eBay. Anywhere from five to a thousand, five hundred to a thousand dollars. A first edition. This is the population of a first edition. We have ninety-four tens and one hundred seventy-seven nines. The unlimited version of this card has eighty-one tens and three hundred and four nines. Okay. Not bad numbers, still pretty high, I would say, but low for collectibles, as we've seen for modern. Now let's get into the European English, which is E001. So the European English version, raw, you're going to see some banged up ones for 1,000, and you're also going to see some very minty ones for 20,000, raw. So let's look at the population of these. 
So a first edition European English E001, there's two tens out there. And this one on the screen is one of them. Now, there's only 11 nines. A nine is really easy to get. Now, how easy is it to get a European English pack? I have no idea. But to be someone who has one of 12, that's that's a trophy, I think, to take home. Or even to be one of three. Yeah. No, that's pretty. There's people selling them for twenty thousand. That might be a tenner. Who knows? Um, but the unlimited version of this E zero zero one, there's seven tens and eleven nines. So the number went up a little bit, but still for unlimited, that is very very low. And that's somewhere you can get your foot in the door and have a trophy iconic card for Yu Gi Oh. For all my Yu Gi Oh heads out there, please listen to my words. Do this. And here we go for the big boy banger, Australian English. A001, first edition. There's no unlimited, so first edition. There's zero tens and six nines. Unbelievable. Wait, okay. So I'm trying to figure out this whole identifier thing. I thought LOB001, first edition, is English. That's the that's, that, that's the one. Asian English. Well, but you would you would Determine if it's Asian English if you looked at the logo on the back. They have the same identifier. Right. No, but the, the, the set number is for Asian English is, is 001. They just don't have the E because it's not English. Right. But I, that's weird. Hold on. Because I just pulled up a first edition. For, for North American English, it's, it's EN001. Some of, them are, some of them are mislabeled on, uh, on what's it called? On, on PSA, because even PSA will have some some that have a, what's it called? 001 without the Asian English, and then they have some with 001 that have Asian English on the on the title, you know? And it was even hard to find this one that just says Europe, because some of them don't say Europe. They say uh, um, European English. So so you're saying if I get a first edition pack of LOB, it's going to have EN on it? Yes. It's not going to be LOB, blah, blah, blah. LOB001, no. What? No, wait. That one on the I'm left. Wrong. Okay. If I have a Yu-Gi-Oh head that knows more than me, then go ahead and correct me in the, in the chat. Eddie, Eddie, if you're out there, correct me. But I'm almost positive that it was because when I, when I looked it up on multiple sites, they said it was the Asian, the, the, uh, English, the Asian English. Yeah, I know what you're is, talking about. Asian English, one. and you if you if you turn around an Asian English card, it'll have the Japanese logo on the back instead of the one that we're used to. That's the right. easiest tell. Huh. Oh, shoot. I think the only I think the only set that does that where it doesn't have the en in front of it, I think, is like uh, what's that set that that uh, Invasion of Chaos? I think Invasion of Chaos is like that where it doesn't have en in front of it. Or is that just for the the reprints? Uh, definitely for the reprints, or it's definitely not on the reprints. Yeah, because I I know what I know some of those sets they don't do en, but it's not because they're old; it's because I think the reprints. Hmm. Yep, because the en is just the identifier of of the of the language or or the area. All right. <clears throat> So, like, when you have a Japanese card, that's why it's JP001. And with the Korean card, it's KR001. Yeah. 
I don't Spanish is P. So yeah, well I'm look I'm looking at this one right here, and this would mean this one says Legend of Blue Eyes first edition. It's a hundred thousand dollars for this PSA ten. And it's just L O B O O one. Then if you go to the EN, that one that's a different I gotta find one now. So I don't like, know. Even if you go even if you go on the PSA website, it'll list all of them on there. Yeah. And you go on their pop report, it'll say the same thing. It'll say like Asian Asia under it or something. Hmm. And then like for like these ones, it says it says uh, Europe. And then for the Australian, yeah, one, I know about the Europe ones. Like, I was actually gonna buy a um a box of Metal Raiders that was European. Pretty crazy stuff. I didn't even get a chance to look at the. Uh, I was just going off at the spout. I didn't even get a chance to look at the uh, chat here but what do we think guys what do we think snap neck blue eyes yep Knox is back i am what up pop is super low yep not 110 alpha yeah ian is for north american english thank you eddie eddie is here now eddie do you know about the uh the no en in front of the uh the card set indicator i think that's asian english correct That's why there's no EN, because it's not, it's still Asia, but it's English. Hmm. I don't know. I might be wrong. We'll have to, we'll I, have I, read, I read a few places there. Yeah, we'll have to come back to that for sure. We'll, we'll, hit, the, we'll hit the de- Detective Pikachu tab in the, in the, yeah, in the cord. Yeah, because I would like to know too, because that's a blank in my knowledge. Anyways, there it is, guys. Let me know what you guys think in terms of uh, LOBEN001, LOBE001, and LOBA001. Um, if you guys like this type of analysis or this type of uh, comparison, we can keep doing these. Um, I like it a lot, so I'm going to keep doing these. This is something I want to bring up for a very long time in the podcast, um, but I felt we all need to walk in the same path for a long time and figure out how we can all bring some more knowledge about this. All right. Moving on to some Dragon Ball this week. Here we go. All right, guys, moving on to Dragon Ball this week. Um, if you don't know what this is, our Dragon Ball segment is everything Dragon Ball. Just just how we've covered Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon, and Pokemon so far. That's what you can expect for Dragon Ball, modern or vintage. Um, it's one of the newer TCGs that we cover. Um, just because, you know, like in my progression, it would be, you know, like Pokemon and Digimon and then Yu-Gi-Oh, and then Dragon Ball will be after that. So, um. Here we go. All right, let's uh, move on to this week's news. We got some news, news, news. Vicious Rejuvenation. They have such weird names for these sets. It kills me. Um, and I totally jacked that up. I think my thumbnail said Supreme Rivalry. Oh, my gosh. I'm all over the place. Yeah, it did say Supreme Rivalry. Wow. Supreme oh, that's clickbait. I just got you guys at the clickbait. So Vicious, vicious Rejuvenation. Oh, that's a tongue tie. Okay. Here you go, guys. Dragon Ball Super Value Watch, Vicious Rejuvenation, May 2022. So this is from Bleeding Cool, one of my uh, favorite sources for Dragon Ball info. Me too. I like this. And uh, this, this is pretty cool. I, I took a peek. Um, the Dragon Ball Super Card Game is a dynamic, dynamic hobby, blah, blah, blah. Okay, anyways, let's, let's move on. Um, the value of the cards can sometimes be unpredictable, 
as it is more reliant on playability of the cards than, say, the Pokemon TCG. So you see Dragon Ball driven by some meta, which is what we also see in Bandai, right? However, collectors do have some influence. The secret rares, cards with popular characters, sometimes end up being becoming breakout cards. That's what this whole article is about, so pay attention. Uh, now, every month, I will release an installment of this series of Dragon Ball Super Value Watch, okay? This series is not financial advice, but is rather a way to help collectors know the traje- trajectory of a card's availability so that Dragon Ball Super Card Game completionists know when to strike. Today, let's see how the cards of Vicious Rejuvenation, which was released in January of 2021, are now doing in May of 2022, so a year and a half, okay? Here are the top valued cards of Dragon Ball Super Card Game Vicious Rejuvenation. With market values observed on TCG Player as of this writing. So you got a secret rare of Supreme Kai, 210. Majin Buu. I think a, a few of our guys in the Discord have that card. Um, Demonic Evil, that's a $84 card. You got uh, Super Pycon, $35. You got Oceanus Shenron, 25. Piccolo Jr., 21. Another Piccolo Jr., 15. You got Frieza, 121. Holy cow. That's a super rare? Going for 121? Oh, wow, yeah. Was that a typo? I don't know. Okay, anyways. Super Saiyan 3 Gogeta, Marvelous Might, 1418. Gogeta Fearless Fusion, $10, almost 11 and Super Saiyan 3 Gogeta Marvelous Might, $10. Okay. Some weird behavior this month. This is a result of playability being the defining energy behind the value in Dragon Ball Super. Okay, so playability is playing a part in some of these prices, but wait for it, okay? Shenron is up $6, which is quite a price jump. But even stranger is the fact that Gogeta Fearless Fusion suddenly ranks in the top 10 out of nowhere. Who told it's you about rare. <laughs> Who told you about Gogeta? <laughs> who told you about Gogeta like in December? Anyways, and it's just a rare. It's not a special rare, it's not a super rare. It's just a rare. It's a bulk rare. Outside of those jumps, Supreme Kai of Time secret rare is up $5, which is a normal uh, thing. And steady uh, at over 200 is one of the biggest SCRs of the modern era. The Majin Buu SCR is up $5, which is a little more significant due to its lower value. And that is the value uh, watch for Vicious Rejuvenation. You guys, I told you guys I was brain dead. I cannot believe I put Supreme Rivalry in the thumbnail. I am. <laughs> I don't know. What to, <laughs> I don't know what to say. My brain's fried, guys. I'm absolutely fried. Um, but hey, this works too. Uh, and it was funny, you know, because when I was reading this, I was like, oh, Gogeta, huh? So what I want to do is I want to take a look at this card. And let's see, let's see if we can apply the, the Poke Tower commandments to it. Uh, let's go ahead and what's it called? It's um, Fearless Fusion. Let's try it. Gogeta. Fearless Fusion. Let's check it out. Images. That's tight. This one? Oh, there's a foil. I feel like I have this. I feel like I have this in my binder. So this is, you can't see it. Um, let me see if I can get Wait, on that's there. Not, that's not that tight. It's all right. I mean, it's whatever, you know. It's not the best Gogeta card, um, but that's that's 
interesting stuff, right? Like it is interesting, actually. Um, a lot. It just like, out of nowhere too. There's no explanation for this, and I thought that was the biggest takeaway from that's this. That's what I thought too. I was saying that like there's it's just a rare, and I was like it's just a rare. What? So uh, really cool to see Gogeta our character, and I think I shared. I've been sharing every month since December that Gogeta is one of the top cards graded at PSA for Dragon Ball. Uh, and remember in December, he wasn't even in the top five. And I was like, that's not right. There's, it's not right. I'm telling you, if there's real Dragon Ball fans out there, that is not right. And he's been in the top five since, since January. And it is now, you know, almost, it's going to be June here pretty soon. So very cool. Um, real light stuff for Dragon Ball this week. I can't believe yeah. I said Supreme Rivalry. You got, you guys wouldn't know any better, so it's, it's all good. All right. That's all I got for that. Uh, we got some capsule core next. You ready? Capsicore, yep. <clears throat> I got my cap. We got a, we got a capsule core sample. Check it out guys. Oh, oh, that's fancy. You guys got to let us know what you think of these new samples. All right. All right. Capsule core. All right, guys. Capsule core. Here we go. So in capsule core, we're going to be talking about the special anniversary box 2020. Um, this is a box that I bought for greasy. Uh, I believe for your birthday, right? Was it my birthday or was it Christmas? I don't remember. I don't remember what it was, I don't, I, but I got it for him. Anyways, at the time, we did not know that some of these cards are actually pretty valuable um, or just really cool. Um, and I think there's something that... The Capsule Core is, is, a, is a research... Look at, the, look at the Capsule Core as a research segment. So here's, what, here's the cards that we're going to research in Dragon Ball um, because Denny and myself, we're, we like Dragon Ball. And we know... We know how to analyze cards, and we know how to, to find the trends and stuff. But Dragon Ball is more of something that we are uh, learning, just learning, or, or happy to open, or happy to get to know it. And we really just find it. It's one of those ones you could just be ignorant to and have a great time. Exactly, yeah, have a great time. So here, this is something that we were ignorant to at first, um, and later down the line, I was like, hey, this is something we should definitely pay attention to. So here we go. Um, inside this special anniversary box, you can get uh, these gold alternative foiled cards um but normally these cards are just regular foils so we've we've talked about these cards on a previous podcast but we didn't have the video um segment or video up before when we talked about it so here it is with the uh actual cards themselves if you're watching the video format uh we have familial bonds which is the card we've talked about before and i think a couple people inside the discord actually have it i think i um, traded that one away yeah, it's basically just a, a Goten, a Gohan, and a Goku all doing a Kamehameha with some Japanese writing. It's super cool. And cool foil. the thing about these anniversary boxes, too, guys, is they make a non-hollow version of these, and then they make the gold stamp with the foil. Right. So there's two you're variants. Not you're not guaranteed to get the gold in, in the box. Yeah, you'll get a non-hollow, but you won't get the gold stamp. It's at random. So this bring, that brings me to the, the point of why I think this is a good good product to go after if you want to be ignorant about dragon ball and just kind of buy cards this is a product that i think that you don't go wrong because they only made so many of these special anniversary boxes because they're kind of like the elite trainer boxes in terms of it costs a lot to make them and they only make so many and then once they're sold the product that's in them that's all yeah they don't they don't reprint anniversary boxes exactly you're not going <laughs> to reprint an anniversary box so here you go you're going to have these special gold print uh, alternative cards inside that i think are going to be very sought after in terms of dragon ball and very collectible so we talked about familial bonds let's talk about the ultra instinct sun goku the unstoppable i think this card right here it's already making its way uh it's making some noise for itself already but um obviously the alternative that's not hollow and has the gold foil on it 
it's not as rare or popular but the one that does have the gold foil like we said it doesn't come in every box so this is the more uh, sought after chased card in the set besides familial, familial bonds and also a card that I thought was just sick um, just look at the artwork of it I think it looks very comic book it's very like not of the Dragon Ball um, type of artwork and it just makes it look really sick is the Planet Vegeta card that you can find in the same set uh, with the gold it's, a, it's actually a Planet Vegeta alternate art gold foil so there's a Planet Vegeta that looks a lot different than this one um, but this Planet Vegeta here is the alternate art gold foil uh, super sick it has the moon behind him or I guess that's Planet Vegeta and uh, <clears> like the Gallic Gun type pose with the gold foil I think it looks tight that I don't know sick. what it is I think, that's I think actually a really good one for the old Vegeta like comic booky you know yeah so I like that a lot it looks su super cool these three cards here I would say go chase in the special anniversary box um, there's not very many more that impressed me uh, but I can see these cards right here being something to talk about later on or have on the shelf for sure definitely yeah no that if you if you don't know anything about dragon ball this would be one of the few things that uh that i would say just buy it and open it because you're gonna ever i've opened two or three anniversary boxes they're all, they were all different um yeah you do get the same preset cards but the random inserts are different every time and uh they're they're a treat any any sort of Dragon Ball collector box, collector volume, um, or anniversary is just—it's been great. You feel like you pulled grails like every time. Um, so yeah. I would, I would totally go with this. If you're new at Dragon Ball, get get a box like that. You will love it. And that's it for the Capscore guys. I hope you guys go and check out a special anniversary box. 2020, 2021, or say the new one coming out this year, maybe it like uh, moves you in that direction to finally go and pick one up if you've been on the fence. <clears throat> Josh wants to know where he can find or where he can watch Digimon. You can find you can, if you have Hulu, you can watch it on oh, Hulu. Yeah. They got every season on Hulu. Oh, they got Netflix now too. Wow, this is great. Good. That's cool. All right. Um. So that's it for Capsule Core. That's one of our newer segments. Uh, just small stuff. On that, and uh, here we go, guys. Let's get into Poke Tower Top Five. Let's go. Where's my button? There it is. Top Five. All right. Five, five, five. Tower Top Five is our, probably our oldest segment here on the show. Now, um, it is my top five picks. Of things that I'm watching, my personal eBay watch list. It's not telling you what to buy. It's telling you what I'm buying. So if you like the stuff I buy, I'm basically giving you my personal insights. Okay. So here we go. The top five this week. Uh, there's a couple changes. Not too much. Right. So number five this week, dropping down a few slots, is the Digimon CCG promos. Um, again, it, if I couldn't collect Digibattle, I would only collect the CCG. And knowing what I know now, the first things I would go for would be the promos. However, you guys saw in the grabs tab last week, I just got the uh, Chaos Gallantmon. So I have um, Mallow Myotismon, and I have Chaos Gallantmon. So the next one on my list is going to be this Dorumon, and then I'll have to try and find a Goldramon, and then Omnimon would be the last one. So there's five promos. I got two out of the five. This will be my third one, but he's not a big priority because you can find him... He's like a metal, he's like the Metal Greymon Digimon World promo, right? You find him, but you don't find him all the time. But he he will be there. So 
Um, not in a rush to get that one. That's why it is number five this week. I think getting that Chaos Gallantmon really scratched the itch for me. So I'm I'm pretty satisfied right now. <laughs> All right. Um, next number four this week. We got Yu-Gi-Oh anime mm. cards. So remember, nice. this actually dropped a spot. It was number three last week. It's number four now. Um, and remember, all this is, is I'm going to watch series one and two of Yu-Gi-Oh, and I want to get each character's main card, right? So Bones, he had called the Haunted. That was his thing. It's also the uh, ultra, it's an ultra rare in, uh, oh man, Pharaoh's Servant, I think, or uh, Invasion of Chaos. It's one of those ones. I think it's Invasion of Chaos. Um, but you know, that's a, I want a PSA 10 first edition. It's not that expensive. You you can probably get one for under 500 bucks. Um, but that's his signature card, you know? And then he also has the pumpkin, uh, the pumpkin or whatever his name is. Pumpkin King. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's other cards that I'm going to get, but it's going to be from their decks. Right. So I want to get the legendary Zombie fisherman, King. legendary fisherman from Pharaoh's servant. Um, I want to get, uh, Weebles, uh, Perfectly Ultimate Great Moth. This one's from... Um, <clears throat> sorry, I almost choked right there. Uh, this specific print is from a Speed Duel box, and it's actually like 60 bucks right now. The card itself is 60 bucks, So it's actually one of the more expensive Great Moths, uh, which is weird because there's older ones in this, but this is one of the more expensive like ones. Queen? Huh? You don't like Insect Queen? No, I want to get Insect Queen too. I want to yeah, get Insect right. Queen. I want to get... Uh, this there's there's gonna be probably two or three cards per person, um, yeah. And then you got Rex, the Serpent Knight Dragon. I got dude Eddie 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 Teapot Teapox Teapox. However you say your name, man. I'm sorry, but I'm butchering it. Eddie, dude, thank you. He sent me a an MRL Serpent Knight Dragon. An MRL. MRL. Oh yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, things nice. Yeah, so there's there's a handful. There's probably two to four cards per character I got to get. You know, Yugi. I'm obviously I got my Summon Skull. We got my Dark Magician. You know, I need a Gaia. I need Curse of Dragon. I need Celtic Guardian. I got to get. I just want the classics, right? Um, I want to get Magic Hats. You know, that was a that was a classic trap card. You know what I mean? Um, Cylinder. Yeah, you know. So there's there's all kinds of stuff I want to get. Um, and it doesn't have to be crazy. You know, expensive. Sword. Some of it will. Some of it, yes, I got Swords of Revealing Light actually. Oh, nice. nice. Um, so little things like that. Um, but in terms of Yu-Gi-Oh, that's my favorite stuff. That's that's the only stuff I really like. This is dope. I wish they put the the anime character on cards like this, like in a reprint. That looks hard. It does, right? It's good marketing. Yeah, I, thought, I thought these were cards that we were talking about, and I was like, do I not know about these? <laughs> yeah, these are hard. Yeah, yeah. It's time. But um. I think I think for Halloween this year, I'm probably going to get a Call of the Haunted PSA uh, 10 first edition. I think that's going to be my spooky card of the year. I just want it. I got to have it. <clears throat> All right, so that's it, uh, number four this week. Number three this week is a wild card here. It's Digimon posters. Um, The reason why I'm looking for... It's crazy. So when I'm doing this research... To, to get cards verified at PSA and like, hey, you got to find this copyright and you got to find this checklist and you got to find this, the date it was published. And I'm like, oh my, you guys are making my life hard. But when I'm doing that, when I'm doing research, I always find old promotional campaigns of stuff like this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's sick. And you can get this stuff on eBay for like, you know, 
10 to $20 for a poster. Uh, and I would love to have all this stuff hanging up. Like, as a matter of fact, we got the uh, Digimon World 1 um, official poster right here. It's framed. I got it right here. Um, I just got the Digimon uh, CCG Generations, which is like the rarest booster pack you can find. I have the poster over here. Um, I just got to get it framed. So I want to collect this stuff just because it's cool. And there's always a little piece of history. Um, and that kind of nostalgia is just awesome. Like, think about this. For the Digimon movie poster, I have every Digimon movie promo. So what I would do is I would create a shadow box. I would get all the, the movie promos um, graded, put them in there. I would put this poster inside of there, and I would make like a Digimon movie display. Uh, and it would have memorabilia from that era, right? Um, so that, that kind of, it's, it's a cheap thing. It's kind of off the wall. Um, I'm not spending a lot of money right now on cards, so... This is something cheap that you can get, and it's it's amazing display stuff, right? All right, so now moving on to number two this week, it's it's getting close. It just keeps happening over and over and over. Yu-Gi-Oh graded boosters. I think they're underpriced. Now uh, we've already talked about this a million times. We know that you know BBCE or whoever verified these, you know, got in some trouble with the fake booster box. That's bad press. But other than that, you haven't heard anything bad about them, right? Um, and I also think that these are cheap. Like, this is a PSA 10 Magic Ruler pack. This is a first edition Magic Ruler, right? I was just talking about. Yeah. Um, you can get this pack for 400 bucks right now. That doesn't sound like a lot to me. So what, what I'll no, have to do... Also, the pack doesn't look like a 10, though. Well, it's just that old case. It, it's an old PSA. They have newer cases. They got older cases. But um, hey, maybe that's a good. Maybe that's a good. That's a good sign too. If you get the older encased ones, maybe back then BBCE, whatever they're called. Yeah. Um. Maybe they. Maybe they didn't pop packs back <laughs> back then. These graded boosters, man. I they keep coming back, and I'm I'm telling you guys, I'm I'm getting close to pulling the trigger, because. Go look at a first edition. Let's look it up right now. Let's just let's do this right now. Let's see. Yeah, Can how we? Much is the first pack? Uh, Magic Ruler first edition booster pack. Let's see how much it costs raw. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this is a no-brainer. <laughs> I can already tell you this is a no-brainer. So that's a nine. Wow! You can get a PSA nine for eighty-seven. I would do that. Yeah, that's not bad. Wait, was that first edition? Yeah. Yeah, Magic Ruler, right? I mean, look, you can buy a raw pack for 110. I like it with the paper, with the cardboard on the back. Oh, so. the blisters? Yeah, the blisters are hard. There's that's stupid cheap. That can't be right. Yeah, what? These are way cheaper than when I looked last time, dude. These packs were getting into like the like but, two. But look at this. You can pay 110 for a pack right now. Or you could just pay four hundred for a PSA ten, right? And and, and it's per, it? it's protected, it's sealed. Work's already done, but how much is it to grade them? I think it's a hundred, hundred or one hundred twenty. Sixty-six, four sixty-six for a ten right here. And someone selling one for four hundred. What a month later? Yeah, April twenty-fourth, a month later. So. I mean, 
I, I see something going on here. I don't have the full picture, but I see something. You know what I mean? And it's just it just looks interesting to me. I'm like, hmm, there's something. Look at this ten. This ten sold for two fifty five. Oh my gosh, that was just a that was just a month ago. Looks like you gotta get them on bid. People don't respect them on bid. Yeah, you gotta go on auctions with these. Yeah, these auctions, these people are winning. Two eighty six. Oh my goodness. But you remember remember when we saw the those MRLs that were on that site? Or were those were those square logo? They were unlimited. I don't think they made MRL and unlimited, did they? Yeah, they did. No, but I'm, I think there was just square logo like uh, spell rulers. Yeah. Yeah, they have those. Like, they're like, they're like, like one twenty a pack. I think, no, they were like they were fifty something. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Thirty to fifty, something like that. Yeah, magic ruler is going to be more every time. But I mean, I see something here. I see something. I'm not. I haven't put it all together, but that's why it's number two this week because my interest just keeps coming back to these. This would be easy to store, right? You don't have to worry about it getting damaged. It's it's there, right? And when you look at people buying first edition Pokemon packs. I know. That's what I'm thinking about. First edition Pokemon packs, first edition like Yu-Gi-Oh packs. Like, and what? you could argue that there's less Yu-Gi-Oh out there than Pokemon. This is like Magic Ruler is like it's like the the jungle, the jungle you know <clears throat> era of. It's yeah, it's, it's around there. It's like it's like Fossil or Rocket. Yeah, it's it's like that third fourth set. Mm-hmm. It's right there. I see something, but you know we'll see. Um, that's number two this week, and then number one, Son Goku Soul Striker Reborn, the alt art from the collector's chest. You guys already know. Um, that's tight. Yeah, well, you you saw this, right? Hold on. You saw this, what? Dude, I've never seen that. Yeah, I shared it. Well, I shared it last week. Um, check this out. I what? What's it called? Super Saiyan. Here's mine. So, what? How much is this card? Well, you missed it last week. <laughs> you missed it last week. So, last week, um, these cards, this Sun Goku Soul Striker Reborn is an alternate art of the Shenron card that I have. You know the two Shenrons that go together? Right, right. It's an alternate art of this. It's a promo that comes in a collector's selection box, volume two. That thing came out. You had to pre-order them last year. You pre-ordered them in November, December of last year. They came out around April, May this year, right? You follow me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When this card released, it was $20 plus. And just last week, I was finding them for 8 to $9. And I shared it on the podcast. I said, hey, you talk about a card that you should be buying? It's this one right here. And uh, what do you know? Everyone in, the, everyone in our Discord bought like four or five copies. And now the card is up to $14 on TCG Player. It went from 8 to 14 just in, in a one night. It was crazy. Yeah, I'm buying one for 13 right now. Um, but yeah, here, let me show you guys something real quick. One sec. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold up. No, it's a, it's a great card. Um, everyone, I know Chris. Chris got a, a few copies. Uh, card Habit got a few copies. Everyone was buying this card, but check this out. Look at this. Yeah. Boom. And it has silver foil, by the way. And it's also a leader card. So it has Goku on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, look at this. <laughs> we went hard last week. Everyone was buying. 
And then, oh, and then this is the alternate art of um, Goku, A Hope of the Universe. So you know the signature card? Yeah. They made an alternate art of it in this new collection box. And this one was also around $30, and it dropped to about $10. So I was telling people, hey, you need to snag it. And, uh, pe- dude, our Discord went ham. It was absolutely nuts. Dude, that's, that card's tight. It's one of the nicest Dragon Ball cards I've ever seen. Like... I posted in the Discord. I said, this is one of the nicest freaking cards I've ever seen. There I mean, you, you bought one? Order's in. Look at this. It's done. It's amazing. Yeah, I just bought one. That's a nice... I mean, can I zoom? I can't zoom. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you... Right, that, item, that item's out of stock now for that guy. <laughs> when you see it, I'm telling you, when you see it in person, you're going to be like, what the heck are they doing? They're saying that this card is twenty to thirty dollars on eBay now. Just yeah, last, just last week, it wasn't like this. I I honestly think the Poke Tower shifted the market because we bought up all the cheap ones. I really do. Wait, here's a different one right here. Super Saiyan Gun, Super <laughs> Saiyan God, Son Goku's. Let's check it out. Super, the Soul Striker. Oh, this one's not reborn though. Yeah, there's there's alternate arts. Um, let's check them out. Soul Striker reborn. No, so here you go. This is just a regular one. Yeah. So this is the one that I have. This was the Bandai one that you know everyone got in the promos. When I saw this, I was like, "This is just amazing." Um, but yeah, look at this. I'll, look at the price history from last week. Look at this. Watch. 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 <laughs> so last week, go back about uh seven days. So on the tenth, look at this. Seven fifty, seven fifty, and look at the price go up. Ten dollars, thirteen dollars, thirteen dollars, twelve dollars, and then it got up to it's up to fourteen right now. <laughs> I and you I'm telling you, look at our Discord and there's like three people plus me who bought this card. It's just funny. Plus shipping, get out of here, dude. You're not getting thirty plus five for shipping. You're pounding sand. It's a sick card. I'll I'll tell you that. It's a sick card. I gotta get another one. I'm looking for another one right now. Um, the other thing too, guys, is you might want to wait till PSA 10 start hitting the market. You know, um, that might be just the way to go. Just say hey, but it's so cheap. I understand why you wouldn't try it and get a couple for yourself right now. This one's got lines in it. Gross. Yeah. That's another common thing that you'll see. I don't know if you guys can see right here where my mouse is. A handful yeah. of the a handful of the copies that I have have a foil line right here. Now yeah, keep in mind, a foil line is different than a print line. A foil line just indicates that the foil has ended and they had to cut a new sheet. Sometimes PSA lets that slide, because again, it's not like cutting through his eye where it's like a major eyesore. It's cutting through the top of the card, but this print line, this same exact foil line right here is on is on a handful of my cards. So this might be a known issue with this card. And again, it would be graded on a curve. Maybe I should try to buy from TCG player, huh? Never yeah. That. You, you, had, you didn't see my last PSA sub, but we went 16 out of 20 on PSA 10s. Through TCG? Well, I went 16 for 20 on the whole sub. And 11 out of those 20 cards were from TCG player that got 10s. So, right. but 
but what I was what I was trying to tell everyone too though is that the cards that it's weird. So like on TCG player, when it's bad, it's really bad. Like you're going to get shafted. Like someone owes me a hundred bucks in a refund and they still haven't paid me yet. So it's one of those things like, yeah, you can get, you can get gem cards for cheap, but when it's bad, like I had probably four to six cards sent to me that were bent. Some of the sellers worked with me and refunded me real quick. Some of the sellers are still dragging their feet. You know what I mean? Some people sent me the wrong cards and I was like, what is this? And it's taking weeks to do. So there's good and bad to TCG player. Um, you can't, you know, but that's, that's the price you pay for paying cheaper, you know, but that's number one this week. This is a beautiful card guys. Um, <laughs> this is one of my favorite artworks of Goku. I think it just makes him look baller. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying offer on another one right now. Moving on this week from the soul striker. We got bid wars. Here we go. All right, Bid Wars. Bid Wars is one of our newer segments on the podcast where we look at eBay auctions. We take guesses on the prices over or under a specific price based on previous market sales, okay? So that's what we're doing today. Here we go. Last week, we had the BPT... Uh, 009 blue eyes broken neck. Okay. This is a PSA 10. Uh, we had a PSA nine sell for two Oh eight fifty. So we didn't have any PSA 10 information. Let me pull up my, my bets here and sorry, I didn't, I didn't have the bets ready this week for you guys. I, like I said, I was stupid busy. We'll be right back on track next week. Okay. Um, but going on, I said it was going to go over four fifty. So basically my stance on this was it's a PSA 10. I'm going to double the price of this nine and some. So we said over 450. Let's check it out. Oh my God. <laughs> that was an easy one. $2,000 almost. Okay. So that's a dub. Nice. We needed that. We needed that. We need the W's. We always need the W's. Okay. Take that. That was an easy win. I think all of us said over on that one. Uh, moving on to the bet for this week. Here's this week's bet. We got the MVP1 ENS56 Dark Magician Girl PSA 10. Okay. Uh, previous sales of 175, 155, and 175. And let's check out where this auction's at right now. $31, nine bidders. And a decent seller. Not the best, not the best stats there, but not bad. 17 watchers. So, let's go back here. We're at 175. So what we have to do is we need to do the median price for these three. We'll go 175 plus 175 plus 155.5, and then divide that by three. We're looking at 168.50 under over. I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go over 168. Over 168.50. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's easy. But here's the thing, though, is that it's like, it's weird that you saw that 175 price point, you know, it's just, but, oh, that was best offer. Those weren't auctions. So there's a Ooh, vulnerability there. The 175 with 10, with, that was only with 10 bids. It's like nine bidders on this one. Yeah. Yeah, over. We might lose that one, but hey, I'm willing to, I'm, I'm betting on the character here. 
betting on the character. Lock it in. All right. Um, last week for Pokemon, we had the base set Charizard PSA 10, which is crazy because we don't see this often, right? Um, you had a best offer accepted at 11.5, uh, 9,900 for an auction, and then 15,000 for best offer accepted. We said it was going to sell for under 12,133. That's what we said. We said under 12,100. 12, Let's take a look. Oh, man. I, <laughs> I'm nervous. Oh, 8,580. We got the dub. Let's go. I didn't think it was going to go that low, but I thought this was a $10,000 card at least. Dang, that's crazy. It is crazy. That's not bad. I would I would pay that. That's not terrible. We're talking about a card that was $20,000 in October of 2020. That's not terrible at all. Wow. That guy won out. I mean, he could probably sell his right now for 15K if he wanted to, and he would have some people taking a look. Wow. All right. Pokemon for this week. We got the Gengar. We got the uh, 2021 Gengar VMAX. Secret Rare. This is the alternate art. Mm. And let's see. We had previous sales of 305, 356, and 405. So let's go... um, Let's go 305 plus 356 plus 405, and we divide that by three. We're looking at 355.33 under over. Wait, hold on. 355.33, yeah. Under over. Under. Oh, well, hold on. Let's take a look at the... We didn't even look at the auction. We're just hauling here. Okay. We got... 20 watchers, 18 bids already. You got a big seller here. 72,000 reviews. Um 104 bucks. Hmm. You see this sucks because you always want to go under. You don't, you know what I mean? You always want to go under for the modern stuff, but it's like Okay, 355? No, I'm with you. I think it goes under. Yeah, 405 to 355 to 305, that's a trend down. A small trend, but you know we're looking at we're looking at the last three sales. But uh, we're talking about a hundred bucks, and then yeah. the interest. Look at the number of bids. We went from twenty eight down to what is that? I can't tell what that says. Two bids. Oh yeah, twenty eight fifty nine, and then two. Yeah. Okay. I think it can go. To, yeah, it can go under three fifty five. I think I think there's a there's a chance there. Okay. Alpha says over. Uh oh. <laughs> Digimon for last week, uh, we had the Dorumon alternate art. The only other sale was from the same seller, and he had sold his other copy for two forty fifty. Okay, over. I said we're going under. Survey says one thirty. Oh my gosh, that's cheap. Yeah, that's cheap. Wow. There's uh, two of them. because the card itself costs like seventy bucks. Well, there's only two of them. Yeah, pop two. He that's had both nice. of them. Wow. How do you do that? How do you, how do you, how do you, oh God. How do you do that? How do you have a two of two and you're like, I'll get rid of one for 240. I'll get rid of the other one, which is the one I'm holding on to. My only other one for 130. Whatever. That's a $70 card raw. 
Oh man, and he paid to grade it too. Oh geez. Yeah, he yeah he probably paid fifty bucks to grade it, right? Yeah, what was he thinking? Jeez. He's at one twenty. I mean, he's still in the green if you combine both cards, but not by much. Yeah, I guess. Not by much. I mean, I don't really know this Doruman guy, so I guess it's, it's just the 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 best alt art you can get in the set. It's the most expensive card in Next Adventure. <laughs> uh, but he turns into um he turns into uh, Dex Do Dex Do. Gorman, I can't even say his name. <clears throat> Sick Digimon, by the way. That's his rookie. Um, all right, moving on to Digimon. What's up? He's like an Agumon type character. Yeah, yeah, but like bad. Hmm. Um, okay, Digimon for this week. We're we're back again with this guy, and I'm really happy that we get to see this because now, remember what I told you guys before. Um. I was really happy to see that $300 price point for this alternate art, but the real test is, is if it can stick it again, right? Because if it sticks it again, that's a strong sign that this market is, is settling. It's like, hey, we're going to pay $300 for this card right now in a 10. Um, and it kind of lines up, right? Because you can buy this card raw for about 30 bucks. And a good rule of thumb, not, not a... It's not a permanent rule, but a good rule of thumb is that most raw cards will 10x in price if you get a PSA 10, if it's the right card. So you do the math here. War Greymon's about $30 raw. You 10x that, that puts you at 300 It's right on par with that. Doesn't happen all the time, but that's a, it's a rule of thumb you can use for most cards. Um, and let's see here. We had a previous sale of 305 and that's the only sale we've had. So let's take a look. It's at 100 bucks already. And let's see, eight bids. How many watchers? Doesn't say. Okay. So I don't know. Hmm, this is tough. This guy's a big seller too. Twenty-eight thousand. Um. Under. Under. Hmm. No, no, because doesn't give really doesn't give him much room to go up. It's already at a hundred something, so I'm gonna go over three oh five. And it may not be a lot, but I think it's gonna go over. Because I uh, the reason why is because this is a reprint of the Taco Bell card. That's significant. Alright, I'm just gonna go under just for the sake of doing the other side. Okay. Wait, and you had you had over on the first one, right? was over on the first one this one over 168 mm -hmm. i'm just making sure i have this right okay and then this one was uh under yeah we both said under all right yeah. cool yeah all right lock it in we're going under 305 for the war or you're going under i'm going over and now we got uh dragon ball ivan says over too uh we got dragon ball from last week we got the trunks, memories of the past. Uh, previous sales at eight fifty, eight hundred, seven sixty five. Um, I said it was going to go under eight oh five. I think I might be wrong. I think trunks is a bigger character than I thought. <laughs> so here we go. Oh man, I'm gonna. Oh, I wanted to go four zero. I wanted to go four zero. Oh, you got to be kidding me. I was off by $5. Are you kidding me? Gosh. Dang it. I, I said under 805. 
eight ten for him, really? Like, dang, doesn't even look that good. Dang it. Okay, well, we went three and one. That's not bad. Going three and one. I'll I'll take that. All right, moving on to Dragon Ball this week. We have the 2021 Sun Gohan Astonishing Strike SPR PSA 10 from Supreme Rivalry. This one's from Supreme Rivalry, guys. It's not from Vicious Rejuvenation. <laughs> so <laughs> the last the last sale was $199.99. Let's go ahead and take a look at this auction. I think uh ATM bought bought one of these. Yeah, ATM has one. Uh starting bid is at $225. There's zero bidders on it right now. Ooh. Ooh. Low feedback on the seller. Very low feedback. Wow. I don't think I don't think this is gonna sell. He's got two feedback. He's asking two twenty five, which is higher than what the market's paid. I don't think he has that kind of clout. I don't think that's oh, that, I don't, says, that says one ninety nine ninety nine? Yeah. Oh, he, stuff that said $3.99. And he wants two twenty five. He's talking four hundred bucks. Oh, he wants two twenty five, and, and the last one sold for one ninety nine. And he's on bid right now. Yeah, no, this this ain't selling. I don't think it's gonna sell. So we're gonna say under. Um, we're gonna say under two twenty five. Or no sale. That's we'll we'll put that in the notes. Yeah. Lock it in. All right. That is it for Bid Wars this week. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. We try to move through a little quick because we're, we're having a long show tonight and we still have, we still have a lot to talk about. So going to keep moving on here. Uh, up next, we have Gengar's Grabs. Here we... Where is my button? There it is. I got new buttons. I'm sorry. So, new buttons. Got to learn them again. Gengar's Grabs, guys. Uh, this segment is all about you guys. We're basically sharing your weekly pickups. And then we rank them from five down to one. Uh, I did the ranking this week because me and Devin weren't able to talk before the show. So after this, Devin will be a judge once again, and maybe some of you guys will win. (laughs) Just kidding. All right, so here we go. Here we go. Let's go. Gengar's grabs. Number five this week is a tie. Whoa, nice. It's a tie between Fluky and Card Habit. So Fluky pulls a Ghost Rare. Nice. Yeah. Fluky pulled a ghost rare and he got a $20 collector rare. Oh man, that's sick. Card habit. He gets brownie points because he listened to the podcast. He grabbed two copies of Sun Goku, Hope of the Universe 7, and he got Soul Striker Reborn Altart. Those are both cards you guys saw that I bought myself, right? And we put you guys on notice last week. It's going to be fun. I just bought them right now. I mean, hey. It's going to be fun when we look at these cards in about six months, maybe a year. We'll see where we're at, guys. Uh, Maybe even sooner, the way things are looking. Number four this week, Christopoli. And guys, this week was very hard for me to... No, the Black War Grandma. Yeah, dude, he went ham. But this week was very hard for me to to choose who was going to make it because there was so much... You guys bought so much stuff this week. The rankings were very hard. Um, but this guy's flexing three Digi Battle Hollows, and he got four copies of what we put on the podcast last week. You can't beat that. I mean, that's that's outstanding. You know what I mean? Uh, he bought four copies. I can't believe he bought four copies. 
<laughs> two copies there. Look at that. So one, two, three, four, five, six. I bought five copies. Or did I buy four? Let me see. One, two, three, four. I bought five copies. So we have 11 copies between three guys right there. Devin just bought one. There's 12. Yeah, I, one. I, got one, <laughs> I got one offer right now, Ian. <laughs> hey, it's a nice looking card, guys. Pop of these cards. It's a nice card. And it comes from that collector's selection box. They're not going to make a lot of those. Yeah, cool. Right? I like it. Okay, number three this week. Wiener Schnitzel. He's one of the newer members in our Discord, but he's a digi freak. So here he bought a hollow Talmon, a hollow Terrier Mon, which I don't even have those cards. That's amazing. What um, is that? A Rapid Mon Gold Stamp and a Grand Coagamon Gold Stamp. And then oh, on Grand he's like a bug. Yeah. Is that the one next to the uh, rabbit? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's a Series 4 pool, Series 4 Gold Stamp. Um, and then on the left. On the left, the reason those are significant is because those are Series 6 cards. Series 6 cards. Um, those are v- extremely short printed. You're not going to find them. And he got a Hollow, which is the one on the top left. And then he got a Geckomon non-Hollow and then Caesarmon uh, non-Hollow. But those are Series 6, so like any card from Series 6 is amazing. Cool. Any Digibattle is amazing. This is great. And guys, this I wanted to put these higher this week, but you're going to see that the number 2 and the number 1 slot just... How could I say no? All right. Number two this week, ATM. Oh, man. ATM's got a Blue Eyes and a Blue Eyes Ultimate Ghost. He also has the PSA 10. Well, check it out. PSA 10 Majin Buu from Destroyer Kings. PSA 10 Goku and Frieza. This guy just like, this is nuts. I like the spread, man. We had a lot of diversity this week. (laughs) He's got two. He's got two sick cards, un ungraded, and then two sick cards graded. And Both the cool thing is, is we got we have Yu Gi Oh, Dragon Ball, Digimon, and uh, <clears throat> modern vintage and Dragon Ball, Digimon, and Yu Gi Oh. I mean, but we the only thing we don't have is Pokemon, yeah. and I think that's an interesting thing to take away from this, guys. What? Why do we have this trend? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Number one this week. This is like a, a repeat, three-peat, four-peat for him. Goatmon. I mean, I yeah, I know, the, I know the pose already. Impeccable pose. You know what I mean? I don't know the, I don't know the card, but it's a nine, and it's the top spot, so that's got to be. Uh, that's a pop one, as it is. I will tell you guys right now that I have, I'll share with you right now. Say Series 5? Yep. I have a PSA 6 that was supposed to be a PSA 9. I am hurt. This one really hurt me. So he got the nine before I did. <laughs> it's the first time JT's ever beaten me to something. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm happy for him, but it's just funny that little turd beat me because it, mine looks better than his. I I am not happy about this. Uh, but it is what it is. You shoot your shot, sometimes you lose, you know? <laughs> JT, JT got me. So he's the winner this week. He's going to get a thousand Gengar coin because uh, this is... An amazing card. Uh, if you guys watched the Digimon video that I made last night, his pop, he might, there might be one or two in the entire population between BGS and PSA. That's pretty darn significant, right? So, uh, but yeah, that was awesome. Cool. All right. And that is it for Gengar's grabs this week. 
Uh, stay tuned, though. We got a couple things left for tonight's show. You guys are going to want to hear this next part. As you can see, it says box break news. Box break news. I'm going to go ahead and do this so you can't see what's going on here. <laughs> oh, you can still see. But anyways, <laughs> earlier today, I confirmed Ghost from the Past, the second haunting, right? That is confirmed for the May Discord box break, and it is live now on thepokytower.com. You can buy your packs now, and this box break will be aired on Friday, May 27th, 7.30 Central, just like we always do, right? There are no buy limits for the Ghost from the Past, Second Haunting. And we're also introducing a vintage box tonight. This is Rugrats Collector Cards from Tempo, which is an Australian company, but they worked with Klasky Supo, right? That's the uh, brand. You remember when you used to watch Rugrats at the end? They had the robot that would talk. Klasky Supo. That guy. That's, mm-hmm. that's the same. They worked with them. So let me show you guys what we got. We got two boxes of Ghosts from the Past, Second Haunting, two displays, right? So we have 40 packs here for us to play with. It gets better. As you guys can see here, our members, Mega Man, which is Alan, and Card Habit, which is Skylar, they donated some awesome prizes for participants to win. So check this out. Alan, a.k.a. Mega Man, he donated another box of Ghosts from the Past Second Haunting. So the first 20 orders get one free pack of Ghosts from the Past Second Haunting. The first 20 orders, they get one free pack, right? The next thing I want to show you guys is we're going to have our raffle just like we did last time. Um, our raffle is going to be from Skylar, a.k.a. Card Habit, and he is going to be giving away two slabs for free. The first one is going to be a PSA 4 Alakazam from Base Set. What? Free. Giving away for free. One one person will win this at when we do our uh, spin the wheel uh, lottery. He's also giving away a PSA 9 Entei reverse hollow from the movie. No, dude, that's tight. I want that. So. Dope. If you want to play. Shout out Mega Man. I mean, Dope. look at this. We got free Ghost in the Past 2. And we got free slabs. Okay. This is going to be one of the coolest box breaks we've done in a while. We got, um, we also have, well, let me make sure I don't knock anything over. A sealed box of Rugrats collector cards from Tempo. Now you're probably like, what is this all about? What is this all about? This is actually one of the rarest Rugrats TCGs or collector cards you can get. I'll tell you why. When Tempo made these boxes, they actually serial numbered them. There's only 7,000 of these boxes. There's only 7,000 ever. There's a serial number. I don't know if you guys can see it right there. Can you see that? It says 1,385 out of 7,000. There's only so many of these left, and there's some insane chase cards. So what I want to do is I'm going to show you guys kind of the history of this set. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to show you this link here. Check it out. This is what you can expect out of these Rugrats collector cards. Now, you're going to say, well, why, 
why would I buy these Rugrats collector cards? Well, because there's incentive to this. It when you buy when you buy one pack one pack of Ghosts from the Past, you get one lottery ticket, right? You get one lottery ticket. When you buy one pack of Rugrats, I'm going to give you three lottery tickets. So if you really want to win some PSA slabs, go for the Rugrats. If you want it, but I, you can go for both, and I'll sh- you guys will see very soon. Okay, I'll show you very soon. Um, but these Tempo trading cards came out in 1977. These cards were available with very limited quantities. They're out of print, and they're being sold by collectors for top dollar with values from 10. This is an old, old uh, article, right? There's special cards. There's chase cards. There's expressionist cards. And here's what you can look forward to, okay? So these are the normal cards you can pull. You got DD. You got uh, Angelica and Tommy. These are, and what these are, these are pictures from like the show. <clears throat> you got the letter cards. And these are just the standard rarity, okay? What I want to show you is what happens when you get into the special set, okay? So these were cards that were published in limited quantities in mixed selected packs. There's only seven cards in this set right here, and only 6,000 of each were published. <laughs> so you got Reptar, you got the Ball, you got Chucky, you got uh, Mr. Ruffles, Mr. Fluffles. I can't say, I can't read his name, but basically these are Tommy's favorite things. And there's only seven cards in this set right here, and there's six thousand of each. We could pull this. You have the Rugrats at play. There are three cards in this set, and there's only twenty-five of each published. You have Peekaboo. It's only one card. Only 700 published. <laughs> There's a lot of chases in here. And then you have the ultimate chase card. Two cards, only 50 of each published. And I don't know how many have been pulled to this day. And then these are the promo cards. You can't get these. They gave them out at stores and stuff. And expressionist cards. So these we won't get these either. But these are the chases right here. It's going to be a really fun chase, and I'll show you why. We're going to go to the Poketower.com. Check this out, guys. We're going to be selling packs for $3.62. So if you want to... I wanted to make this box break very affordable so that you guys, anyone can play, right? If you got if you got five bucks, you can play. Um, and also, if you choose Rugrats, you're getting three lottery tickets, right? And you can buy as many packs as you want. There's no buy limits for these. So if you want to, if you want to go for the PSA slabs, you got a great chance because you only have to pay three sixty a pack. If you want to go high roller and you want to pull the ghost rare, that's fine too. Those are only those are going for under six dollars a pack. So I wanted to make this as affordable as possible so that we can get maximum participation. And we also have a ton of free stuff. We're giving away twenty free packs of ghosts from the past, and we're giving away two free slabs. So there you guys go. Head to thepokeytower.com to get your packs. Again, no buy limits. And uh, we're going to have a blast. I'm actually, I'm ready. I really want to open this Rugrats box. Um, it just, could you imagine us pulling a grail like that? I would, I would probably try to find a way to get it certified for whoever. If we got a grail, I would get it certified for you. I'd be like, we're, we're going to get this thing graded. So there you guys go. There's the news uh, that I wanted to share. 
Thank you guys for uh, hanging out. Is there a Memorial Day sale? This is <laughs> you're crazy. This is the sale. You're t you're getting packs for three dollars and sixty two cents. Amazing. All right. And lastly, this is the end of the show tonight. I want to say thank you guys for watching. We have episode eighty five next week, and we are on the way to sixteen thousand streams. We're right there. I mean, we this might be the episode that pushes it over the limit. So sixteen thousand streams. Uh, thank you guys for all for tuning in. We appreciate yeah, you guys. With all the stuff we put through in the segments, audio sounding better. The yeah. brothers are back. We should be hitting that 16K here soon. Tell your 100%. mama, tell your brother, tell your friends, tell your coworkers. <clears throat> hey, get on the Poketar podcast if you like collecting. 100%. All right. Rate and review. We need it. If you guys are in the Discord and you're like, we love this podcast, but you haven't rated and reviewed, you're not doing us any favors, go do that. Yes, we need we need more people to share this podcast, get it spread out, um, and we appreciate you guys' support. That's it. Yep. We'll see you guys next week for episode eighty-five of the podcast. Peace. Later.